everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful, if snow-crested, Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, someone I hoped we'd never have to talk about. We pretty much have always avoided this person. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we've been, we've man. I mean, I'm guessing we've we've put we've put him on the show at some point. Yeah. Uh, but but a, a, a great man has died, oh. and uh, we're a... gonna we're gonna give him the send off we hope he deserves. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, we'll be talking a little bit about about Brother Limbaugh later yeah. on in the show. Yep. So, Indeed. You know, gear up, put on your your boxing gloves and. Let's get yep. ready for that. Old Rush Hussein Limbaugh. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> you heard it here first. All right. <laughs> well, uh, Dan, uh, yeah. I, I have a, a COVID-19 story. As it sort of has become tradition well, on, on Thank God I'm Atheist. We've... It's still out there. We're still in the middle of a <laughs> pandemic, everybody. Just in I case know. anyone was unclear about that. Oh. You can't lower your guard yet it's not <laughs> over yeah and if you love traditions as much as i do sure um then uh yeah this is this is a good one because we like to look at stories of where uh misinformation and where religion in particular has uh caused problems with uh the coronavirus so wait, um, you're claiming that religion has caused problems has caused problems what yeah. Well, this uh, is a story that took place down in Brazil, um, where is a very large population of um, indigenous people, right, who live mm. in villages, and um, there's also um, there, there are reservations as well, um, and yeah. there are in in you know there are some very secluded um, groups. Um, yeah, a lot of them don't want any kind of contact or anything. Yeah, exactly. And there's also this thing with um, Christians where they just <laughs> feel this the necessity to go find basically anyone who will listen, right? Yeah. Um, and they, they've totally exhausted, you know, uh, all of us in, in this country um and throughout europe and everywhere else right like you either already oh. have what you want you don't have a religion or yeah, these guys you just these guys don't are want not to listen to these people right they they are desperate to find somebody who has not yet been bothered that's what they're looking for <laughs> you mean you guys haven't been bothered yet <laughs> oh have we got some bothering for you <laughs> well this um as I said, this is a COVID-19 story. So what could possibly go wrong when you send a bunch of Christian missionaries out to indigenous villages uh, and COVID-19 is going on? Yeah. Um, might not be exactly what I just set up. Um, it's the, the these groups, uh, a lot of these uh, villages, the missionaries are sort of embedded there. Um, they've, they have chapels and they are preaching and they're converting, right? And these missionaries end up being, um, uh, trusted sources for information, uh, yeah. and, and absolutely should not be, uh, especially in light of the fact that they have been warning the, 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 the villagers, um, against COVID-19 vaccination. Against taking the vaccine, Against sure, take, great. Taking the perfect, yeah. Um, in on, on the San Francisco reservation in the state of Amazonas, um, the Jamamadi villagers um, perfect nailed it. I I hit all the letters. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, recently actually chased off health workers who were oh um, coming to, you know, give them the shot. Um, they they uh, chased them off with bows and arrows when after they landed in the in a helicopter. Um, and it's the officials, this is a quote from an official uh, who's in the know, 
Uh, he says, it's not happening in all villages, just in those that have missionaries or evangelical chapters where pastors are convincing the people to uh, not receive the vaccine that they will turn into an alligator or what? other crazy ideas, he said. What? Are you? Fuck. God damn it. It's not just you shouldn't take <laughs> it because, you know, Jesus for some reason. It's just it's, lying. You're going to. They're literally, they are knowingly lying to them. Well, in their defense, telling them that Bill Gates is trying to get a microchip into you <laughs> isn't going to fly. They don't, they don't know what you're talking about. You got to come up with a different lie than that altogether. Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh my you're right. God. Uh, yeah. I mean, frankly, if I'm being totally honest, from what I've read about Bolsonaro, they're the president of Brazil. Yeah. I'm shocked that anybody's getting a vaccine in that place in the entire country. <laughs> right. Cause he's, he's like worse than Trump was. So I know there you go. Uh, Christians going out of their way to make sure that people are unhealthy and unsafe. That's that sounds like a mission statement actually. Right. Um, right. And they're on a mission. So <laughs> it's perfect. Good Lord. That's infuriating. Yeah. Well, uh, look, let's just make infuriating the theme of today's show, because that's all I got for you. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to start in uh, New York, the state of New York, uh, where I, you'll recall we reported on this. By the way, this was sent in to me by a listener named. Oh, I, I never remember to thank people. This Lynn, thanks for this uh, story. Anyway, uh, in New York one of the uh, major health insurance companies that was available to you if you were, for instance, going through the health mar the, the marketplace, the Affordable Care Act marketplace, mm. was a, a group called Fidelis Care, which uh, until fairly recently was owned by the Catholic Church. Mm. Uh, now, the Catholic Church sold this company and basically for a tidy sum. We're talking in the billions with a B. Oh, wow. So they had lots of money. But here's the problem. When you're the Catholic Church, you don't want to appear like you have lots of money because all of the lawsuits have been happening, especially uh, since recently New York gave a year of... Uh, basically, the statute of limitations doesn't count. You can come back and sue for oh, no. having been raped or uh, or molested by a priest. So, in come the thousands of lawsuits <laughs> against the against the Catholic Church, but they apparently squirreled all of the money from this giant sale of this uh, oh, insurance no. company into a, a new foundation called the Mother Cabrini Health Foundation and basically said, oh, that's not, that's not available. That's not money that we can access so that they can try to avoid paying all of the settlements or at least, you know, so four of the eight dioceses of New York have already declared bankruptcy. But they're saying that, like, you know, that money, the, you know, the billion, the four point something billion dollars uh, that, that they that they got from the sell of their from the sale of their uh, insurance company. Mm -hmm. That's not available. We can't we can't do that. That 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 money wouldn't save us. So we're just going to have to sort of sort this all out in bankruptcy court and hope everybody gets a little bit of money. So God. that's cute. That's isn't disgusting. That a, isn't that adorable? That's yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's that's not. So it's adorable. not. That's but not it, okay at all. It makes total sense. Um, right? Shocked? Am I? It's, no, no. <laughs> of course not. But it's like, but like, it's like, like all of these things act like they're individual entities: yeah. diocese of Rochester, sure. diocese of Buffalo. No, you're all part of the Catholic Church, as is this fund. Get in there and pay these people the yeah. money that you clearly owe them that will not make 
full restitution, but will at least make them a little bit more whole because your institution is responsible for their molestation. Yeah, but that's God's money. It's yeah, God's well. money. Yeah. But what I do find interesting, though, is like an organization, you know, that like, um, boy, they'll, the, you know, they'll shame individuals left, right, and center, right? For, or oh, sure. Make people experience shame and, and uh, you know, preach things like repentance and penance and whatnot. Boy, they, you know, they should take a book, a page out of that book, right? Yeah. They, look, they take a, this a is, good, hard look at themselves. Right, you know, for a, for for a, a an organization that has that theoretically has an ethos all about like repenting and making right mm -hmm. and like serving your fellow human, they're real real good at like not doing that. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. congratulations, guys! You guys are pro <laughs> at not doing the thing that your your Lord and Savior told you to do. So, yeah, well done. Exactly, Dan. Yeah. Well, uh bring bring us back to Utah for a minute. Oh, um, sure. Where um oh god, I, this and this is this is national news. Um where um a uh, an elementary school in Murray, Dan, um which is a uh, suburb uh, of Salt Lake City. Yeah, um yeah. it uh the Horizon Elementary School, public school. Okay. Uh, they had a, um, a, 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 a reading program um, that was about um, the books in the program are all about equity, right? Oh. Which sounds really nice, right? <laughs> so one of, one of the kids brings, I think that's code for communism. <laughs> brings in a book called Call Me Max. Okay. Which is, uh, it's the, the story is about a young transgender boy who embarks on a journey as he makes new friends and reveals his feelings about his identity to his parents. Sure. Uh, the publisher describes the book as a sweet and age-appropriate introduction to what it means to be transgender. So sure. this seems on theme, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, it seems like, specifically designed to blow up a nice little reading program, yeah. is what it sounds like. Um, and so the, uh, the story uh, begins with um, a school teacher uh, taking class attendance. And, uh, and so the boy asks, can you call me Max? Um, you know, noting that his name on the rolls doesn't match how he sees himself, right? Right. Um, and it's really just a, sounds like a, a, just a very, you know, basic. It's got to be super introduction. Innocuous. Yeah, exactly. They're not getting into details about anything, right? right? Except for, hey, you know, this child doesn't feel like, you know, his gender right. matches up, right? Uh, wants to be called it by a different name. Which blah, means blah, blah, blah. it's lefty propaganda it's satan <laughs> satan himself has written a book and now we're trying to put it in the schools yeah well and also a good point here it wasn't in the school library this was a this was a parent who you know sent this this book to school right um and uh anyway um well it caused a bit of a Apparently, some of the kids went home after uh, school that day and talked to their parents about the class discussion that, that had sort of come up. Apparently, sure. um, one of the kids asked something about a question about puberty, um, and the teacher just apparently just sort of deflected. Um, right. And uh, which I would assume teachers are probably fairly good at, especially that right. age. You know, just uh, no. Talk to your parents. Yeah, exactly. Um, or maybe realizing that probably wasn't the line. Realizing <laughs> the book that she had just read. Um, but anyway, um, and and how it might be pre perceived by the uh, community. Uh, right. Anyway, um, so a few families called the district, angry that the book was shared without their permission. Right. Um, a um, an official a spokesperson uh, for the school district. 
uh, says, uh, referring to the teacher, she just flat out made a mistake, he said. Uh, the book is not appropriate at the grade level it was being shared. Oh. Um, this district also sent out a letter to parents informing um, them that the, the equity books program would be put on hold as a review of the literature is undertaken in order to determine if any of the books are similar in topic or may cause concern. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the topic itself causes concern. I feel like the idea of equity for this, <laughs> for this group of people. Yeah is horrifying to them that yeah. they're not okay with that concept and like, yeah and so in case you you didn't in case you missed it they suspended the, the program uh -huh. <laughs> right like of the school district canceled the program rather than Deal risk with, having yeah. a child bring in a book that like you know maybe expose the rest of the kids to um to the fact that people are Don't different match with the gender that they're yeah. assigned at birth yeah, yeah. And, that, and that too yeah right cute like cute. That there are people I, who have different lived experiences from you this is right. a really dangerous message to teach children of any age honestly. oh yeah you, you don't want kids learning that like any, anything's more complicated than just flowers and happy yeah, and obviously you, things need to be introduced at the at the appropriate age. But I would I would the the parents who are bringing that up that it's not appropriate for this age group, I would just retort with, well, what age group do you feel like it is appropriate yeah. for this? At what school point should we introduce that? To, so to we'll, bring we'll this introduce in. it whenever you think we should. Yeah. You've What's just said that there's an age. Yeah. What is that age? And I guarantee you, it's probably like. 37. <laughs> I, uh, Let's see, how I, old am I? Add 10. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to know about that. <laughs> yeah, I... It should take some time for me to The, the real tragedy is that there may well have been a trans kid in the room. No kidding. And that yeah. kid may well have gone to their parents saying, hey, we learned about this thing, hoping, mm. like testing the waters... Yeah. Hoping that their parents will be like, yeah, that's something that happens and it's okay. Yeah. And instead they got, what the fuck? I'm calling the teacher. I'm furious. That's not blah, blah, blah. And yeah. now their life is going to be uh, a lot of trauma for a while. But they did learn one thing, which is that there are books out there. Yeah. They're on the topic. Yeah. So and you, you can't, you can't unring that bell. <laughs> they, they did learn that there yeah. are people who are you know mm -hmm. there are trans people that exists yep. so that's yep. good yep well speaking of uh awful assholes i'm going to take us to tennessee now i'm not saying that everyone in tennessee is awful and assholes but they did elect one state senator mark pody a man who looks like the crooked older cop in an nypd blue ripoff <laughs> uh <laughs> And he, uh, he has put together uh, Senate Bill 494 uh, together with uh, State Rep. Jerry Sexton, uh, who, who sponsored House Bill 1079, which is the same thing. And this one's a peach. Uh, oh. You know, we've talked about how Project Blitz uh, has, is the, the big plan of the uh, conservative Christian right in this country, the extreme conservative Christian right is to just keep throwing crazy laws at the judicial system until it breaks down and then they can just ban things like abortion or, you know, have prayer in schools or whatever. Mm -hmm. So this is the newest one. I hadn't heard of this one before. This is, this is a great one. This is an anti-abortion bill, but the way that they're going about this is not to ban abortions. Just to change who gets to decide if a woman ha gets to have one. In this oh, case... What? Their father! What? The bill says that if a man can prove that he is the biological father of the woman, not child, woman, who wants an abortion... What? Then he can say... Yeah, no, I'm not going to let her have that abortion, and she has to go by it. What's, like, for what age group of women? 
It doesn't specify. <laughs> it says the word woman. <laughs> to my knowledge, it, there is no specification. It just says, and by the way, all he needs to do is, is, is maintain that there's a reasonable probability that she might go for an abortion, and then the court can issue an injunction prohibiting that. Now, the, the thing is, the way that he proves that he's the father is just by acknowledging paternity. He doesn't need a DNA test. It's basically his word against hers. What? And then, and then uh, she doesn't get the abortion. Uh, so what? that's awesome. Seriously, uh, that is a. You take you take the word Sharia off of Sharia right? law, and these people are all fucking for it. Like this is ridiculous. This is like this isn't even acknowledging a woman as like a full human being, like, capable of making no! decisions for herself. Like this is no. so retrograde. This is so ridiculous. Like yeah, like it's yeah. We're I, not, I was and, laughing at. The shock and the horror, lest anybody think that I don't think this is serious, that like this is what the religious right is trying now. This is what Christian yeah. nationalism looks like in yeah. America. I'm not saying that this has passed. This right. isn't a law yet. But it's proposed. But the fact that anyone would think of this uh, at all, the fact that it would occur to anyone, uh, like, uh, you know, you know who should be making the call. Not the woman. Well, what about her dad? Why isn't she? Why isn't he involved in this whole thing? How we know that these lawmakers are clearly uh, male and white? Would be yeah. my guess. <laughs> you think? Um, age? Do we know? Over fifty oh, man. has this, to be right. Yeah, this dude. Is, like I said, when I when I said, <laughs> I mean, just imagine a curmudgeonly old asshole. He's not old like octogenarian old he's probably in his 60s uh, yeah yeah just totally just, but, but like his hair sort of slicked back across his head in that really you know that awful way that old guys do just <laughs> he just and he, like the cheapest possible suit and tie combination you can imagine yeah, yeah. He, a crime just the worst yeah just he's the worst human and and then you know I I wouldn't necessarily judge him just based on the picture, but then he went and did a thing. <laughs> he probably shouldn't do anything, because <laughs> if he doesn't want to be people to think he's the worst human ever alive, uh, he probably shouldn't you know say or do anything. Well, I'd like to go to a story of slightly less horrible human being. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our new president. Our new president. Okay, he is definitely less horrible than that last yes, guy. Absolutely, for sure. By leaps, unequivocally, by leaps and bounds. And yet, he uh, signed an executive order uh, this week that relaunched um, the uh, uh, faith, the White House's uh, faith-based initiatives. Oh, good. Isn't that oh, great? Nice. Isn't yeah. that awesome? This is the uh, this got started back in the George W. Bush era. It's about a it's twenty year old uh, program at this point. Um, yeah. And lest anyone uh, have think that that's a long time ago, we knew it was wrong then too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I remember when this when it first was being announced. But I, I was livid. I was just like, yeah. what the fuck? We're supposed to be making progress in this country away yeah. from this kind of shit. And now mm -hmm. they're just the, the White House is teaming up with religious groups, right, to uh, yeah. do, do good in the community, right? To solve our problems <laughs> as though the religious world has done such a great job of solving yeah. society's crises till now. No. Let's just keep them on board. Yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, it's the uh, White House Office of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships. Um, it's uh, Biden hopes uh, that they uh, will continue working or will include working uh, to address the COVID-19 pandemic and boost economic recovery, combat systemic racism, in, uh, increase opportunity and mobility for historically disadvantaged communities, and strengthen pluralism. You know, I don't... Yeah. 
I don't care <laughs> how nice it sounds, right? It's still I mean, that a all program. does sound very nice. That does all of that sounds nice. None of it should be uh, achieved because the government is providing funding to religious organizations to do so. Now, R- right? They think they're we- making it all okay because of lines like. Um, this is, uh, let's see, um, the White House promises a commitment to our cherished guarantees of church-state separation and freedom for people of all faiths and none, and said that the office will not prefer one faith over another or favor religious over secular organizations. I don't care. Really? I don't you care. You just said it's a faith-based initiative. Yeah. You literally just said that. Yeah. That's already, it's in the language. Right. You can't say that, you can't then go on to say we're not favoring them. Right. Well, faith-based and neighborhood, and neighborhood, right. lest you forget that and neighborhood, I'd never heard the and neighborhood ever until no. this article, right? No. Um, we all know what this is. Um, and our very religious president does not see the problem with No, this. of course he doesn't. Um, and, uh, this may be the first genuinely religious president we've had since W. So yeah, I know. I know yeah. it feels weird. Um, because I generally like Joe Biden. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I don't think that he is in any way malicious in his religiousness like i think the evangelicals are um but you know he says things like this all the fucking time this is not a nation that can or will simply stand by and watch the suffering around us that is not who we are that is not what faith calls us to be he says this shit all the time yeah he does and i'm it's like oh god i uh I hate this. <laughs> well, I just love the idea of like recognizing, hey, our society has some real problems with like inequality and and you know, racial issues and all this stuff. Hey, organization that traditionally has made all of these matters worse. Will you help <laughs> us fix it? It's very I frustrating. I know. All right. Well, I think Recent, I think just uh, just a few minutes ago, you made some crack about evangelical Christians making everything uh, worse and being awful, and I, I think I would that, never. I think that that is uh, that's awful of you, and you're a discriminatory <laughs> person. You're gonna have to roll and the it, tape back, Dan, for me to believe I, that I said that. Well, I I think you should deny it, even if you hear the tape, uh, but. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're not the only person that has made statements like that. Oh? I am going to tell you a story now of actual persecution of evangelical Christians. It is their wet dream. It is their favorite thing to be actually persecuted in this in this world. Not in this country, though. In Amman, Jordan, where uh, they are, they, they are th- about to lose full legal standing under the country's uh, religious... They, they've got a, a divided judicial system, mm-hmm. and I don't know how that works, but they're, uh, but the evangelical Christianity may lose their, uh, their legal standing. And oh, wow. It's largely at the behest of certain religious leaders in Jordan. Oh, interesting. Who, the, I, I'll, I'll read you a quote. Uh, there are great dangers from the teachings and ideas that are disseminated by these groups that are being spread within the Christian society. These are strange ideas that depart from Christian faith and the national identity of the local church. This was not the Muslims of Jordan <laughs> going after the evangelicals. This was the archbishop of the Christian Orthodox Church in Jordan. <laughs> Fantastic. So, yes, evangelical Christians, you are being discriminated against by other Christians who yeah. think you're too crazy for even them. <laughs> that's uh, that's what's happening in Jordan. It, Christianity, by the way, is like 6% of the population. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, Jordanians are 92% Muslim, so... Yeah. 
it is a tiny minority there but yeah but it's also i mean jordan i mean because we we know somebody from jordan who grew up in christian um apparently like not so bad for like on the issue of like you know there's some space for you don't have to be muslim like no a lot of muslim places in this world where it's Correct. like no 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 we don't acknowledge the other thing and it's like oh they just kind of it's okay it's oh, yeah here you go yeah you do your thing but apparently less okay to be the evangelical kind oh yeah which should be the norm that, can we yeah. just make that the norm well, that they are still the freaks <laughs> can we can we just acknowledge that because in this country we've forgotten that yeah. and they're somehow the mainstream christians now yeah how there, did that happen i know there may be a problem with just blanket freedom of religion <laughs> right like we may have to reconsider that thought <laughs> like like it's like yeah i'm all for freedom of religion because it's really about freedom of of uh, conscience and freedom right. of belief and and all that and then i think that that's really important but just like with anything, you know, freedom of speech, there are limitations. Yeah. Right. If some, if it's dangerous speech, why can't we kind of acknowledge the fact that there's dangerous religion? Right. Right. And say that's not we. That doesn't work for freedom of religion. Sorry. Right. That's yeah. That's a bad expression of religion. So you're you're, you're no. definitely doing it wrong. We're yeah. not going going. I mean yeah. the the. The problem is that what was supposed to happen, the mechanism that's supposed to keep that from happening is that the rest of society is supposed to go, <laughs> oh, you guys are crazy. And then just keep saying that to them and make them feel ashamed of themselves and make them feel like they maybe are making a bad decision. That doesn't that's work with religion. People just it doesn't dig, work. dig their heels in. Oh my deeper God. In deeper. this country, nothing works. In, in this country, no matter what you do, so now we've got evangelicals who are also in the Q anon cult. Like it's just like I don't know. We <laughs> it's we're ready. We're like this close to giving up on everybody. Like humanity. I think you had a good run, everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of us are pretty cute, but I think maybe we just probably need to blow the whole thing up at this point. Oh my Dan. I don't think it's come to that. Okay, fine. Fine. Not yet. Okay. There's there's still things for there's hope in the world. To, no, not really. But okay. <laughs> no, I no. If if there's anything that the last year has taken out of me, I think it's it's hope in humanity. <laughs> <laughs> it's last four years for me, man. Yeah. All yeah, right. I well, mean, I'm still holding on. It was really the last last year that just beat me over the head. So, okay. Well, anyway. listen. Any of you guys, look. I'm sorry that it's been such a bleak show. Uh, save us, listener. Uh, write to us. Tell us your reasons why humanity is still acceptable by writing to us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call us and leave a voicemail message that will yeah, play we'd love on the to hear. show, potentially, if you just give us a call at 801, not 801. <laughs> I was about to give out my personal number. <laughs> at 424-666-8442. Or Stick call Frank at home. Or call, call me at home. Stick around. There's more show coming up. Hey Frank, Dan, have you got something? Uh, something to listen for us to listen to, Dan? I've got some. I got something delightful. Now, now, in the wake of uh, of the grand defeat of of Mr. Trump here in this, <laughs> these United States, we made some hay about how eh, the prophets might not be getting some things right. Mm. Well. Uh, the 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 miracle workers are doing just as poorly as the prophets did. Uh, <laughs> this is Lance Wall now. Oh yeah, he's a peach. Now we're going to be talking a in a little minute about uh, Rush Limbaugh, but before we do, Rush Limbaugh just died of lung cancer, uh, which that's not great. And he got he got the diagnosis just a, a little while ago. Lance Wall now, 
back in October had something to say about Rush. So let's get to that. Pray for Rush. Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over that demon of cancer. We take authority over the death sentence that has been brought by hell on this man. Lord, he is summoning all the strength in his being to put on a, a bold face to serve your people. He wakes up every day just to serve, to edify, strengthen, and speak truth to his nation. Now, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that your powerful hand will come down. We bind that spirit of death, that cancer. Lord, we tear up that assignment right now in Jesus' name. We simply tear up the assignment that is against him, every curse. Every vex spell that has been brought on him is broken by the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, we wrap our arms around this man right now. You're moving. We're reversing the curse on Russia's body. So, Father, we are in agreement right now that you're healing. You're giving life extension to Rush. That cancer has to back up in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for Rush. I thank you for Dan Bongino that he is being healed right now and delivered. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Lord of hosts. Oh my God! This, <laughs> um, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Is that how you end a prayer? Well, you better watch out. If you say his name three times, he's gonna <laughs> appear, right? It's like Beetlejuice. It's, I, either he, either it makes him appear, or it makes him go away, <laughs> or he's in the mirror behind you. <laughs> oh no, Bloody Mary! <laughs> Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Ghost ah! Holy Ghost. I gotta say, man, uh, that was a powerful, powerful oh, bit of praying I right there. Honestly, thought that it was gonna work. How did it fail? <laughs> well, I mean, he said he was pushing it back. Yeah, he made oh. it four whole extra months after that, so uh, maybe it worked. Yeah, maybe it was just a temporary thing. Yeah, I'm sure. Ugh, seventy oh my years God. old. Rush Limbaugh was. There you go. The, the great cancer. Uh, smoking cancer connection denier, right? Yeah, he he was he absolutely <laughs> denied the yeah. connection between smoking and lung cancer. Every once in a uh, while, poetic justice happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only I mean, every we, once in a while. It never hap It doesn't happen enough in this world. It doesn't. It doesn't. Although plenty of COVID deniers have also gone down. So you know, <sighs> lately it's been happening a little bit more, but not again, not enough, and not the right <laughs> high-profile people. Exactly. Oh, God. All right. So uh, we had some folks write into us this week. Perfect. Uh, Rob writes into us to say, hey, folks, I think Jeep maybe knew that ad wasn't for us. Huh? I mean, what is a Jeep other than a vessel on which to display one's collection of thin blue line Punisher skulls <laughs> and QAnon stickers? I think the folks at Fiat Chrysler want a chunk of that money, and those folks may are maybe feeling a little excluded these days. As for me, I would never have bought a Jeep, but that was just kind of a passive thing. They've made it an active thing. So, yeah. Yeah, I get that, Rob. Uh, and funny. on that subject, Wendy also decided to pipe up and said, Dear Frank and Dan, I was appalled by the Jeep ad. I took the time to send them an email to giving them my opinion. I found the email on, on their website, probably under the contact us. Anywho, uh, it may not have done any good, but it didn't hurt. I did get a presumably automated response. My one email might not change nothing, might change nothing. But what about a hundred emails or a thousand emails? What about 10,000 emails? And I think Wendy makes a good yeah, point. Yeah, that's a good, great point. So uh, all y'all, go ahead and write them uh, an email. That's a great you, idea. They, 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 they need to hear it. Yeah. Uh, not just from us. Uh, all right. And finally, we have this uh, from, from one of our deacons. This is from Dr. H, uh, I think, or it might be from Chad. Anyway, it's from a family. <laughs> Dear Frank and Dan, when it comes to religion, there are no conflicts in our home. We are an atheist family, but your show has caused a serious conundrum. Oh, no. We cannot tell what you are saying when you say the name of your current top donor, your Lord and Savior. Is it Dennis 
or Davis. Oh. Dad Chad says it's Dennis. Mom, Deacon Dr. H, thank you, says it's Davis. Son Lane also says Dennis, but wonders if it might be some combination like Devis. <laughs> the pets say nothing. Tell us the holy truth. Yeah. It's Dave. Frank. It's Davis. I don't think that helps. You can't say it in the same way. Davis. It's Davis. 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 Yes. Is the name of our Lord and Savior, which, by the way, mm-hmm. any of you listeners can unseat Davis and become our Lord and Savior. We are entirely mercenary on this point. Uh, all you have to do is give more money than Davis gives, and you'll be you'll be the winner of that. So uh, that's just that's just food for thought yeah. out there in the world. Uh, speaking of people who give us money, we got some folks to thank. I'm going to start us off uh, by by conferring the holy uh, ironic priesthood. Upon Rayanne, who uh, who is a, a a new subscriber over on the the PayPal, thank you so much, Rayanne. Uh, you're now a deacon. Congratulations on Fantastic. that. Fantastic. And we also have a, n- a new uh, patron on Patreon, Dan. Um, yeah. This is someone who went to um, thank. Well, actually, both of these people probably went to thankgodimatheist.com and clicked on the support tab and found the way that makes the most sense for them uh, to support the show. Um, we have a new teacher uh, by the name of Son of a Sven. Oh! Son of a Sven. Son of a Sven! Son of a Sven! Um, so thank you so much. Um, and as always, Dan, we have our top donor, our Lord and Savior to thank. Say it right. Davis. <laughs> Davis! Davis! <laughs> Thanks, guys. More show coming up. Hey, Dan. Oh, my God. So, just uh, oh, my God. That's what I'm saying right a, now. A light went out in the world this week, Dan. <laughs> can, you t- can you turn out... A an, darkness, an, an angel. A darkness an went angel out in the world. Returned to heaven, uh, obloviating, ab- obnoxious, horrible, a steaming turd of a human. Angel returned to heaven. <laughs> went back to the Lord and Savior that his listeners are convinced he believed in. Oh yeah, no way. Which, let's face it. That guy definitely didn't believe in any god. No. But, uh, oh, here's a picture. I found a picture of him walking next to Donald Trump. and What a sight. Boy, don't they just both look like they're cut from the same cloth, <laughs> those two. They, they could be brothers. Not much of the cloth left, if you <laughs> get my just, meaning. We used all the cloth to cover hopefully, them. But yes, hopefully. All oh of it was used. God. It made those two... And there will never be another. Let us literally. This man spent decades on the uh, the conservative radios of of the Americas. He basically invented the genre of conservative talk radio because up until like just a couple years before his show hit, there was still a a fairness and equal uh, doctrine in sort of how we managed our airwaves in this country. Right. Right. And so equal time was required for opposing views. This was a thing in American, (laughs) like in our laws. And that was done away with like in like 89 or 90. And he hit hard in the early, early nineties. Or I, might, yeah. I might have that. Maybe it was more mid '80s, and he started to hit in the late '80s. I, I, I'm trying to remember when I first remember him, and it was, yeah. But he was right a sensation. 90s. He was basically he he brought the sort of the ethos of the shock jock, yeah. to the conservative Christian listenership, yeah. which that literally doesn't belong. That cannot compute. Yeah, Christianity and sort of asshole radio well i don't but somehow he found the way to make it work and yeah, then uh, i don't think he saw himself as a christian broadcaster at all he wasn't he no, was a, no, no, he was a republican true. 
and he was conservative and that's what he uh that's what that's who he was talking to was was the reason just the reason that i the here's the thing his listeners didn't see it that way mm. you separate him from christianity I but think his they listeners did not i think they came around to it but the thing is i i saw a post of somebody maybe it was in the members only lounge or something on facebook somebody posted something that their family member someone here in utah posted that was saying about rush this is the man who explained my morality better than i ever oh, could jesus christ now that my friends he literally this person literally said everything that rush said could have been spoken from the pulpit of my church oh my god now is lest you have any doubt about like the evil of the man we are discussing yeah we should probably go through a few of the things that he said. Oh, I've got some that, pulled up. I got a few. I mean, where should we start? Should we start with racism? Should we start with sexism? What? Where? Where do you want to? Where do you want to start with? Oh. Or should we just? Should we just do a melange, a hodgepodge, <laughs> if you will? Because, because basically, if you want transphobia, oh, homophobia, racism, oh, no. sexism, like he took all of them, like. And then went further. And also, whatever you. And also, just pure absurdity, right? Like, I have one up here. Uh, he says, Austin is effectively imposing a ban on barbecue restaurants. <laughs> I don't even know what he's talking about, but it's a quote and it was patently wrong. Like, and, and, yeah. and he, he did see himself as, or at least tried to spin it that he was a, that he, he only spoke truth. Right. And so he would, yes. he would get interviewed. I heard him being interviewed on NPR a few years ago. They played a clip of it and he was like, you know, just going on about, well, it's all, you know, about the truth and this and that. And it's like, oh God, he, he says these things that are so obviously spun. He knows he's spinning it. Oh, not just spin. He's lying. Yeah. He is yeah. True bald-faced yeah. lying about yeah. anyway what do you have well let's see uh I'll, I'll just i'll just start with a little bit of racism oh good uh cool. for instance little things like have you ever noticed how all composite pictures of wanted criminals resemble jesse jackson oh god yeah that's that's cute isn't it yeah uh yeah they he was this is the same guy who uh he called he, he he played a song on his show a fun little parody called Barack the Magic Negro. Yeah. Yep. This was not in 1962. This was this was during the Barack Obama era. You know when that was we we weren't using the word negro. Yeah. Uh, at that time, uh, he he said he said the phrase "We need segregated buses." This is Obama's America. Mm. That's the, this is the man we're talking about. Yeah, this is the guy. He, who he, he, uh, he he's literally. I mean, you mentioned the fact that he he continually denied that tobacco caused. Uh, cancer amazing and then smoked cigars all day every yeah. day that's delightful yeah, that's that's yeah it's you know like lung cancer is a horror and my dad yeah my dad had it and is in remission um and when he was and somehow i've i've shared the story before on the show but he was stage four it's like you know when my mom says it's a miracle it's like well, of medical science, you know, yeah. um, but it, it was it was truly a medical science miracle cure that happened. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I uh, remember you telling me like it, the man was supposed to die. He, so that was... we were figuring everything out like we legit were in the process of figuring out what to do with, you know, where where's mom going and what's what's happening to, you know, right. their property and blah, 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 blah. And they just happened to put him on 
on this drug that just fixed him anyway. But in that yeah. stage four, I saw him in that condition. It was truly a horror and I would not wish it on anyone. Um, but, but the fact if, if that a man's going to get it, it should yeah, be Rush Limbaugh. You spread lies about um, the, the link between smoking and, uh, and cancer and you get it. Well, I'm not going to feel that bad for you. No, I'm just not because no. you, that, that, that's a lie that doesn't need to get spread around. This with is a, the man with, the, with listeners who hang on every word and who believe everything that comes out of your mouth. Oh, well, let's just talk about the listeners because they literally called themselves ditto heads mm -hmm. because they were saying ditto just rubber stamping yeah. like this was the ethos of the show this was what was what they were told they were supposed to do yeah. and they ate it up with a spoon just whatever he has to say ditto well he said i'm on board he would say things like i will do the reading for you and yeah. the thinking right yeah you don't have to think i'll tell you what to think shit like that yeah <laughs> Didn't what's awful. his name get his start as a just a caller in to the Rush oh, Limbaugh show? Um, Sean Hannity. Uh, Hannity. I I've heard that. I don't know if it's. I don't know how true. Maybe that you is. told me that. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I probably would spread uh, some some story like that. <laughs> um, but uh, I've got a couple. Get, do you remember the moment? Oh. By the way, when Rush Limbaugh, because Michael J. Fox was promoting, oh, yeah. like was trying to promote research to to cure Parkinson's. Yeah. My, he accused Michael J. Fox of playing up his Parkinson's symptoms yeah. to get sympathy. What the fuck? He was a disgusting human being. He like, was he was a misogynist. Yeah. He he would say things like feminism was the only way that unattractive women could uh, could get anything in society. Yeah. Um, he was, or his line I mean, about the women's movement. That he likes the women's movement as long as he's standing behind or something like that. Yeah. You know, just dumb, yeah. cheap, ugly, just stupid jokes. Um, yeah. Are we still doing quotes? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Get, get some quotes. Uh, let's see. The children coming across the southern U.S. border were never examined after they got here and quarantined. If they had a disease, they were just sent out across the country. Many of them had measles. We now have an outbreak of it because of our immigration policy. So he's packing <laughs> a lot of stuff in there. Right. Yeah. He, there's yeah, anti-immigration racism. There's racism. There's cover for um anti-vaxxers anti right like it's yeah. insane what he's doing in one story and i actually read an article earlier today just kind of preparing for this where they they were just talking about his unbelievable skill at at this kind of crap like yeah. he was as far as this horrible thing that he was trying to do he was really good at it. He was exceptionally oh. gifted at spinning lies and just and and knowing how knowing the taste and the the, the and, and the desire from his listeners, these these disaffected um white men, right? Um yeah. and what would play to them and what would just have them just you know, just eating it all up. Yeah. It, and yeah. and like he is like he laid the foundation for Donald Trump to come along 30 years after he got started in, in radio. Right. Like, like, yeah. Oh, Rush yeah. Limbaugh Literally had the country prepared, or I guess I should say the Republican party prepared for Donald Trump to come along. And, and that legacy continues. Yeah, yeah. Like the, his death does not solve oh, no. this problem nope. because his literally his legacy is that he spun off uh -huh. like even if we're wrong about about Hannity coming yeah. like start getting a start calling into this show Hannity exists because of Rush Limbaugh oh, yeah, yeah. The Tucker Carlson exists because of Rush Limbaugh all of these liars mm -hmm. manipulators all of these guys who are willing to just lie directly to a camera mm -hmm. or directly into a microphone yeah they're doing it because Lim Limbaugh cleared that path yeah. and showed them the way down as well. 
Like yeah. he created the formula. It works. Why not keep going? So and push it further. Yeah. And push it like this is the man who literally said that James Earl Ray deserved a posthumous Medal of Honor. <laughs> That's the guy who killed Martin Luther King. <sighs> this is who we're talking about. Like this is he is an unabashed racist, yeah. sexist, horrible human. Uh, and he is homoph like had had homophobe. Oh, and this is the man who had list who would who would celebrate the deaths of gay men by AIDS. Mm -hmm. He had a he had a whole segment of his show yep. where he uh, repeatedly on his show would announce gay the deaths of people and and celebrate their deaths because they died of AIDS. Yeah. By no and yeah. then. His listeners and, and people across the country got mad at anyone who celebrated his death? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, this is the man who invented celebrating deaths, and at least we're celebrating the death of a horrible person, yeah. not, the, not the sad death of wonderful people who, who died of a, you know, a, a, of a disease that his party was, was yeah. culpable in ignoring. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I personally feel no compunction whatsoever about saying I'm very glad he's dead. Yeah, I uh, could not have come too soon. Yeah, uh, and uh, and well, hopefully, I, I, I mean, look, nature abhors a vacuum, and yeah. somebody's going to fill those shoes at some point. But he was, as you say, so skilled at what he did. Yeah. It, that uh, hopefully he's a once in a in a ten generation kind of thing, and he's gone now, and that'll and we can start putting the pieces back together. Yeah. I mean, people will find new, you know, people to to listen to, but there 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 won't be, in hopefully not anytime soon another Rush Limbaugh, right? No. Not not no. It, 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 he was <sighs> just one of a kind. Yeah. <laughs> One in a million, really. He, uh, he oh. was, yeah. He was literally, Just like, so. he took a country that was racist and mm -hmm. was homophobic and was a lot of things, and made it worse somehow. Yeah, like he, we he were gave on a, people a, space. We were at least for it. We were at least on a trajectory of improvement. Well, and he, yeah. I mean, he literally held up a stop sign to that, or at least slowed it down. Yeah, I think that he tapped into the racism that was sort of all over the place, and clearly helped spread it. Right? Oh, he fanned the flames. Um, That's the problem. Yeah, it's not just that the, the racism was there; right. it was the sexism was there, the homophobia was there, the transphobia was yeah. there. It all existed. He just not only gave gave cover and space for it he encouraged it yeah he gave people a, you know he said it was part of their religion he said it was part of their ethos part of their politics he he was the one that 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 made them feel safe in their hatred mm. so uh tally ho we're glad you're dead and uh <laughs> and off you go uh. Bye bye. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you'd like to excoriate us for being so cavalier about oh, a man's death, I don't death, think that's coming. I don't. I can't imagine it is. But if it is, that's fine. Right yeah. into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, tell us how much you hated Rush. Oh, Why please. not just join yeah, in? That, that would be fine great. too. I would yeah. I would gladly play some of those next week. Yeah. Uh hey, go to the Facebook page, would you? Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist if you're into that sort of thing, and click the like button. And also on Facebook, but you'll find it at thankgodimatheist.com slash members only is the members only lounge you should go right. join it and keep checking that same uh link there will eventually be a link to a, a discord yeah uh, thing. we will announce that though for sure but, but that's it's in the works it's yeah. in the works hey uh thanks so much to the red rock hot club for their use of the their fine fine music and thanks to gordon johnston for the use of his music and thanks to all of you, dear listeners, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.